The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. Welcome along to Remember When. This is when we take a wee break to look back at the trends and phenomena that defined our time as youth in Aotearoa. My name is Jane Yee. Today I am joined by master of the spin-off bulletin, Alex Bray, and also Emily Wrights, writer for the spin-off and mum and writer of her own newsletter. She's amazing. Let's get into it as we remember when blogging. Blogging today is not what it used to be. No. Blogging today is like being on Instagram, right? And it was and it's so much easier now. Like you had to really go to effort to blog back in the day. What was your first experience? So blogging? my first blog was www.angelfire.com <laughs> backslash PA backslash JTT five ever. JTT. Yeah, it was a Jonathan Taylor Thomas fan site. because um, I was just really into in talking. <laughs> Into Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And Angel Fire, you had to put, like, you had to pretend you lived in the US to right. be able to use it. So the first two letters were, like, the state. And I chose Pennsylvania because that's where Jonathan of Taylor course. Thomas was from. And then, like, it was really hard to get pictures. Um, and it took, like, hours and hours to load them up. And then you would kind of fill your page with... Like, first you would do a background from MS Paint, um, and then you would have, like, if you were, like, I was, my blog was super cool because it had, like, this flaming line as a GIF. It was, like, amazing. Whoa, GIF, that's pretty advanced. Yeah, it was a flaming line, and I had a blinking eye as well, so (laughs) it was pretty cool. And then I would just fill my blog up with, like, facts about Jonathan Taylor Thomas because it was really hard to get facts about (laughs) Jonathan Taylor Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) You had to, like, read TV Hits magazine. I would go to the library and, like, look through, and I'd be like... Oh, his parents are Quakers. Oh, his mum's a social worker. It was like, I think that's why Jonathan Taylor Thomas kind of went off the radar because I think he was like a bit afraid of me and my <laughs> blog. But that's what we used to do. We used to make that. There was no Wikipedia or anything. No. If you were like, had an unhealthy obsession with a boy, you did a blog about him. Yeah, right. And yeah. And that's what I did. Is that what you did, Alex? Uh, I just want to put it on the record. I have literally no idea who Jonathan Taylor <gasps> Thomas is. Oh, I was, I mean, I wasn't an Emily Wright's reader in, in that in that day and age. So Jonathan I've... Taylor Thomas was Randy on Home Improvement, and he was Simba. He was the voice of Simba oh, yeah. in The Lion King. Oh yeah, yeah, He's very okay. beautiful. So blog worthy, definitely yeah, blog worthy. Just that type of boy that like teenage girls like because they're completely non-sexual. <laughs> <laughs> 
like looked like so gentle. Yeah, he was like one of the Hansons on the television. Yeah, he was like one of the Hansons. Mm. He definitely looked like that. Yeah. Alex, did you blog? I mean, why I would you did. be sitting in here? Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, I did. Uh, that was well before I uh, anyone thought it would be a good idea to actually pay me for journalism. Mm. Well before. And at the time, they would have been right not to, I think. Um, I did have a cricket blog uh, back in the day, which uh, now I have a cricket podcast, so like moved slightly up in the world. <laughs> that cricket podcast, by the way, is available on the Spinoff Podcast Network. It's called The Offspin. Make Indeed. sure that you tune in. Um, but no, I was obsessed with all of the uh, political blogs that existed at the time, you know, um, and in fact still exist now, uh, just in a much diminished form. I think the amazing thing about the uh, the political blogs at the time is that everyone was so convinced uh, that they really, really mattered and weren't just like increasingly bitter and tiny echo chambers for obsessive partisans to get to get head up over. I'm so embarrassed about my blogging history because you guys blogged about things that weren't yourself. <laughs> and I blogged only about myself. So Like Jane Yee at blogspot.com oh or something? Like my or? first one was a live journal. That, oh, yeah. that I had a, like it was like I told no one about it and I had a pseudonym so literally no one read it so it was essentially just like my diary and then when I started working in music television it was weird I, I did M2 which was like an overnight channel on TV2 and we had chat rooms there and then when M2 closed down all the people who'd become friends in the chat rooms were like where do we go now so I started a blog kind of for them but it ended up just being me and it was real like diary stuff you know it was like today today I went into work and I had this for lunch it was like very very bad mm. uh, and I kind of created like the people in my life became the characters in my blog and then and then I ended up doing kind of like something similar for stuff oh yeah the, so blog what, idol on stuff do you remember that I remember that was Moata one one blog yeah, idol, yeah right? yeah yeah so that was like because it went kind of like way way back right at the beginning was like Angel Fire and Ultra Vista and Geo Cities and then it went to like Live Journal and that type of thing and then Blogspot and yeah. Blogger and stuff I had a meeting with stuff I'm gonna lay my claim now <laughs> oh, and I had a meeting with stuff and I said um, you should have a blog competition like American Idol, but for blogs. And you should hire me and I'll, you know, run it, blah, blah, blah. Nah, didn't want me. And then next comes Blog Idol. That was my fucking idea. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can I just say, I wasn't part of Blog Idol, so I, I wasn't complicit yeah, in that. But um, Moata was great. There were yeah. so many blogs that started yeah. through Blog Idol, eh? Um, Simon Sweetman's blog started there. Um, Chris didn't Chris Schultz. Chris have a Schultz. Blog there? There was, yeah, there was a whole bunch of yeah stuff. Really had a, stuff a monopoly. Was like really big on blogs for a while. The only award I've ever won was for the Girls Guide. It was a guide to nothing, by the way. Again, it was just me diarising my life, but on like a mainstream major media platform, which I'm. Pretty glad that there's not much evidence was, of it around Was that anymore? on stuff as well? Or? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they did so well at figuring out how to get people to write for free for them, They basically. did. Everybody <laughs> wrote for free. I mean, it was yeah. just wild. It was like that classic, like, you know, for exposure joke. But yeah, somehow yeah. they actually And people it were off. writing, like, a lot, like, blogging every day. And, mm. like, heaps of it was, like, I remember, remember when Greer Berry yes. did, like, yep. um, 
I think dating and then she got married and, and all that fertility and, journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, around that time, I had like it used to be you could you would have a counter on blogs, so you could literally see how many people yeah. view a blog, and it was quite transparent around who's reading blogs and who isn't. And at some point. Some clever person said, oh, I'm going to take the number off. And then you can say, you know, however many people Mm. have read your blog. But the interesting thing I found is some guy set up New Zealand blogs, a list. Oh, Open Parachute or something. Open Parachute, that's right. And the funniest thing was when I wrote my blog, my first um, Emily Wright's blog back in, oh, like six and a half years ago or something like that. And my blog went straight to the top of Open Parachute and stayed there for, like, months. And it really fucked off all the men on there because they'd never had a woman on the Open Parachute right. thing. Well, there was on probably the a big sense of – I mean, a lot of those ones were, like, blogs way alone, they were, the daily yeah, blog, yeah. the standard. And, it was. And, and, and it there drove must have been a those lot of dudes ego. crazy, although as political dudes, like, oh, this shouldn't, this shouldn't count because it's about parenting. And then I <laughs> that really pissed me off that they tried to take me off the list because I was like, my traffic is way higher than yours. And so I got all the beauty bloggers and mum bloggers to put theirs on Open Parachute to knock out all the political guys. And then it was like basically the whole top ten being women. Mm. And then it just imploded and they kicked out all the women. They kicked them out. Yeah, it was like this thing where they were like, oh, it doesn't count because it's not like political stuff. It's not like wankery, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, mummy blogging was a huge, huge thing. Yeah. And it's kind of now... It's still now, big, it's but now like it's on Instagram. On, yeah, it's, it's on terrible. Instagram. But the, the amazing thing about a lot of those political blogs is that they didn't necessarily get hits for the political stuff. I mean, like they whale oil, basically. They were widely, but they thought no, they were. No, uh, it was like a good, good share of his hits ended up coming from just like posting YouTube clips. Right, yeah. Which the Google algorithm picked up on. Yeah, and it really was like they got award lots of like um, blog of the year and all the mm. support and everything. They were barely read. And then there were these women out there writing stuff that was getting heaps, like half a million hits. And they were yeah. just like, doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Hopefully that's, I'd like to think it's changing. Is it changing? I mean, you're still getting oh, well, some. I don't care. I get royalties on my book Great. now. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> no, you still get plenty of idiots in the comments. I'm going back right? to my Jonathan Taylor Thomas blog. I'm, I'm reviving I it. I need to write a Jonathan Taylor Thomas book. Yeah. I think now it's Strike while the iron's hot. Thank you guys for looking back at what blogging was as opposed to what it now is. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Emily. This has been Remember When... With huge thanks to Tina Tiller for producing and also to the spin-off members. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Kia ora e te iwi, te Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate.
The Spin-Off Podcast Network.